I'm Julie Lamb, a therapist turned life and business coach. In all my years as a therapist and coach, I have seen that true healing and growth comes from understanding your greatest asset, your brain. To manage your life and business, you first have to manage your mind. I'm here to help you figure out what the hell is my brain doing? Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I wanted to just share why a lot of these topics are really important to me by giving just a little glimpse into my life and my brain. I have always loved being able to help somebody unlock their brain power. Why do we do the things that we do? What does that look like? And I really got intrigued more with the brain and understanding the whys behind things, not only throughout my clinical practice, but also through some of my own personal experiences. And this has kind of led me to sharing the things that I have gone through and helping others through that process. So today's topic is actually a two-part series that I really feel very called to talk about. And it's something I'm very passionate about and helping others not make these same mistakes. So we're going to do two parts. We're going to talk about burnout for the next couple of sessions. And we're going to look at first about like some of the causes of burnout, like where that came from. And then we're going to look at like what we can actually do with that. So I want to start by sharing a little bit of story. After I had my oldest child and I went through um, some postpartum that was, I think, undiagnosed, and I just continued to work and I pushed through through series of events that end up happening, it was when she was about a year old is when I quit my full-time job and went part-time, but I had never actually recovered from the things that happened over the course of that year uh, to two years. And so when I quit and went part-time, I remember sitting there in a session, actually I should back up. This was right before I quit to go to part-time where I was sitting in a session and I remember the client talking about something that they were dealing with. And my whole brain was like, I don't care. Like, I don't care what you're talking about this is not a problem. Like, stop it. And I remember in that moment feeling shocked that I felt this way because you have to understand, I love being a therapist and I'm a coach and I love these things and helping people un- uncover what's going on in their brain. So when that hit me, I remember feeling like I've got to do something. And that kind of led to eventually my quitting full-time, going to part-time because what happened is I walked out now, I want you to understand the client had no idea. I think this, any of this was going through my mind. Um, we were at the end of our session. They left and I went out to one of my other fellow therapists and I said, this just happened. And I am so grateful for this therapist being very kind and compassionate because he looked at me and he said, that sounds like burnout. And I think I looked at him and was like, I don't get burnout. Like <laughs> that does, that isn't something that happens to me. And he said, no, he says, I think you need to take a break. You need to go on vacation, take a break, do whatever. And in my brain, I'm thinking, well, I'm getting ready to quit. So I I can't really take this break, but I did. And I'm really grateful that I did. I was able to actually just kind of stop, look at what was going on in my life, look what was going on in um, with my, my baby, look at what's going on with all these situations and decide what was best for me and my family moving forward. So that honestly was a small break. Going to part-time, I was a lot more in charge of my schedule. I noticed things that I could take control of. And I was actually in a really, I think, a good place at that point. There were lots of other things that happened that gradually, like just to, to give you an idea, there were so many things that occurred that helped with the healing and things that didn't help with the healing. And realistically speaking, as I've moved on and created my business and basically created the life that I never imagined could be possible, This story kept coming up for me, especially because as I was growing my business, I was recognizing sometimes a different form of burnout. It perhaps wasn't listening to somebody and being like, why don't they just get over it? That that hasn't actually happened since that time. 
Because what instead I notice is the symptoms that lead up to it ahead of time. I notice when I just am feeling tired. I notice when I feel like I can't quite understand what's going on. My brain feels very foggy. Or I notice that I just don't care about certain things that I did care about before. And for a long time, I always thought, well, those must be symptoms of depression. I must be depressed. I need to go out and go do more sunlight. I need to like work on my thoughts and things to that effect. But really what I did is I had to take a step back and say, okay, wait a minute here. My brain is telling me something. What is my brain telling me? And my brain is telling me you're experiencing stress. You're experiencing overwhelm. And if you don't get those things basically under control, you are going to burn out and you're going to be in that place that you didn't like before. So I wanted to share that because a lot of times we don't recognize those small steps that lead to the big steps. We just basically notice the big steps, the big things. Think about anytime you see an actor or you see a somebody that like has this mental blow up and everybody's like, oh, wow, like nobody saw that one coming. Oh, yes, we did. We we totally saw it coming. And I think that's one of the things that internally for us, we have to be willing to recognize what are the things that are leading to that. If you remember all the episodes we've talked about before, our brain has a system set up in place for that. It has created the idea that we are constantly looking for the stressors around us, these external stressors. And a lot of the things that we've talked about have been the internal stressors as well, the perfectionism, the imposter syndrome. And we're going to talk about some of that internal as well, just to get you thinking about what looks like that looks like for you. But if you think your brain is out there, it's looking for those stressors out there. And when it's looking for the stressors, it then internalizes it. And that creates that nervous system responses, whether it's the fight, the flight, But more often, I want to focus on it looks like freeze. His freeze is a natural response to a lot of the stress, a lot of the overwhelm and the burnout. Burnout actually mimics freeze or freeze mimics burnout, whatever you want to look at it. That's where it comes from. Because when our whole system is overwhelmed, is basically going, this is too much to handle. I am too stressed. I'm too overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. Our system shuts down and it creates the burnout effect. And so I want to talk about what leads up to it so that you can start between now and next week. I want you to go through and notice what are the things that are leading up to your own burnout, or perhaps you are in burnout phase. And these are the things that you also want to take account for. The reason this is so critical is because as anybody is building a business, as anybody is moving up in their career, as anybody is doing anything to further themselves in life, burnout can be inevitable. And unfortunately, our corporate environment has it such a way that burnout happens all the time. And they're just told, deal with it, move on. What else are you supposed to do? And in entrepreneurship, we see this as just hustle, just move through it. Like you don't have time to rest. Like I hate the advice out there that tells you that resting is lazy, that taking a break means that there's something wrong with you. All that does is create more pressure, more harm, and that nervous system continues to be fried and overwhelmed. So I want to go back and I want to imagine for a minute that you are in a highly stressful situation. I'm going to take corporate America again. You are in this stressful situation and you have deadlines that feel like they're looming. And you're not sure if you're able to accomplish or get through any of those things. So what you end up doing is you put that internal, those external things on you internally. And that is then how you react to the situations going forward. So I want to talk about this idea of stress, and we want to look at it from two perspectives. One is this acute stress, and one is chronic stress. Acute stress means that it happens once, right? It's just like every now and then. A chronic means it is a constant overlapping thing. 
So what we want to be aware of is what am I dealing with? Am I dealing with something that's a one-time thing or am I dealing with something that's constant over and over? This is really important because our brain is geared to deal with the acute stress. It is ready to handle when something comes once. You think about when an event happens and it creates essentially a stress response, there is a moment in our brain where our brain goes, is this a one-time occurrence or is this a constant occurrence? Because that then sends hormones to your body to tell you how to deal with it. This hormone is cortisol. Cortisol is that stress hormone that then tells you to react. Now imagine if this hormone is constantly activated. Eventually your brain is like, I don't know what this is. Is this stress? Do I need to stop? How do I stop? I don't know what to do. It's the same thing like with the dopamine hits we've talked about where you enjoy that pleasure that comes, something that is really good. Your brain gets that dopamine hit and goes, ooh, I like this. Let's keep going. Go, go, go. I really, you know, oh, I like this. And then when it stops, your whole brain is like, hey, how do we get more of that? But it has the opposite effect with the cortisol because essentially it creates this high tension. It creates the brain fog. It creates the overwhelm. And your brain goes, I don't know what to do anymore. Can we stop? Please, please, pretty, please make it go away. And if we continue to be in that stressful situation when it can't go away, The cortisol keeps going up, the stress rises, and then burnout quickly follows. So we want to look at a couple of things when it comes to the stress. So one of the things I want to add with this is we're going to look at two types of stressors that can come, and that's the acute stress and the internal stress. Something that's very important, like I said, if you had one stressor come at you, you're able to work through that. You have the tools, the ability to get through that. But now I want you to imagine that I add another stressor and another, and another. And so if you've got three external and two internal stressors all going on at the same time, that's a lot of stress that you're putting on you in that moment. All of those things, yes, maybe if I had them one at a time, I could deal with it. But we as humans, we don't have one stress at a time. We have multiple. So I want you to think about some of these external stressors that you may be dealing with. These could be life changes, just growing older, your body is changing. These could be things like work, changing jobs, or if you're building your business and you're trying to move forward, this could be things like relationships. Do you and your partner get along? Perhaps you're not in a relationship and you want to be in one, or maybe you've also got relationship problems with your children. All of those are continued stresses. A huge stress is the financial. And I think sometimes we downplay it. And I was really happy when we had Shannon on a few weeks ago to talk about those stressors. And I think that it's really critical for you to understand what are my stressors in relation to financial, whether I have enough, not enough, my thoughts around money, things to that effect. I'm going to call this one the level of busy. And as a stay-at-home mom, I felt I was busy all the time was keeping track of the house, keeping track of the children, all of that. And then I added my business on top of that. And then it became more things I had to be busy about. And I think sometimes we naturally, it's not just a women thing. I think it's just a human thing where we feel like if we sit down at all, that's a bad thing. So we create levels of busyness. It's like, how busy can I be? And sometimes we wear it as badge of honor. Oh, you have this thing. Well, I have this thing and this thing and this thing. And all that is, is extra stress causing us. Another one is obviously children and family. I like to put sometimes my stressors into three categories, and this is really important to look at too. One is the social pressures, one is physical pressures, and then the third one is mental and emotional. The mental and emotional are going to be a lot of our internal. And the internal stressors that we're going to have are things like our general attitude, just how do I feel about things? Perfectionism. Do I have very rigid thinking, this all or nothing? It has to be only one way or another. 
how do I talk about myself? How do I talk about the situations I'm in? Having unrealistic expectations. And then again, I want you to think about all of these thinking errors that we might have that create internal stressors. Another one I mentioned a lot has been imposter syndrome. These internal stressors of not feeling like I'm enough. All of that then leads to how I show up externally. Last week, that was something that Jennifer mentioned that I want us to really take into account is this internal identity, this belief that we have about ourselves and how we internally talk to ourselves is then how we portray ourselves externally. That all feeds into that stress cycle. I want to then think about those are external, internal stressors, all of that. Now I'm going to add another layer. And the other layer has to do with sometimes our perception of other things that could happen. This is that anxiety piece of all the worst case scenarios. I might lose my job. My business will die. I might get a divorce. I might suddenly be financially ruined. I might have terrible things happen. This idea of this future projection of all the worst case scenarios, those are things that live within our brain. And our brain, again, it's always scanning for these possibilities. And when it scans for those possibilities, then I add on external stressors like the social around me, the physical, and then the internal thought process. I'm in for a lot of stressors in my life. These are all the things that honestly we deal with constantly and they lead to the overwhelm and the burnout. So my friends, what I want you to do this week, I want you to take a look at your external and internal stressors. And then sometimes those extra things out there that you're afraid of. What are the things that are causing you the most stress? What are the things that you talk about yourself or you're thinking? Like, what does that look like? The internal, external. Because the other thing I want you to be aware of, when you can look at that, that is what's going to help us to know what we do when it comes to burnout, how we're going to deal with that moving forward. I have essentially created what I call the stress cycle. And basically the idea I want you to think about is you have a stressor or an event, something happens. And if it's one, oftentimes the expectation or the perception of that event is what we are able to manage and work through. That then leads to how motivated we are. Again, I have one level of stress. I'm pretty motivated to work through it, move forward. And then that leads to the last step, which is that self-regulation. I'm able to self-regulate my emotions, how I handle everything. And then another stressor can come and I can work through the same thing. Where this breaks down is when I suddenly throw more or one version and another version and another and another, and it builds and builds and builds. And so I want you to imagine stressors, many stressors come. And if my expectations, what that might look like, my perception of all of those things, the beliefs I have, all of those internal things rise to the surface. When they all rise, my motivation goes down. And that's where the freeze comes in because I'm so overwhelmed. I'm not sure how I'm going to get through this. This feels like my brain is on overdrive and my whole body feels like it's shutting down. And I just want to go curl under the blankets and just hide. And then on top of that, I'm not able to regulate my emotions. I feel like I'm quick to anger. I just feel like I'm in a fog. I feel like I want to go to bed, like all of those things. And I'm not able to regulate. And that adds to more stress. That's why I want you to find out what are my internal stressors, my external stressors. Next week, we're going to talk about that and we're going to look at how we can break it because that is the key to unlocking the burnout because burnout, like I said, is just stressors upon stressors upon stressors that have essentially sat there. And now we want to know what do we do? So again, we can work through this. This is something that can be managed. And so I really hope that you'll take the time. What are the stressors that you're dealing with and what does that look like? Till next time, this is Julie Lamb with What the Hell is My Brain Doing? If you love today's show, I would love for you to take a minute and give a five-star rating and a review. 
subscribe and share with those that you know would love to learn more about managing their brains. If you're ready to join me, I want to invite you to coach with me where we uncover more about your brain so that you can have the life and business you dream about. Manage your brain is more than just a thought. It is a possibility. Go to www.julielamcoaching.com to learn more. This is how we do it. Stick with it. See you soon. Have a great day.